And you know what? We're talking about the Batman. Boys, let's talk. Take it away. Let's all do it. Um, we definitely had some fucking major hype going into this movie. And, you know, I'm happy to sit here and say we weren't disappointed at all. Not one bit. There was no, there was no letdown. There was no, damn, I wish they did this. Damn, I wish they did that. I mean, we knew what we were getting and they fucking delivered. Straight up, they delivered everything we wanted. We wanted a more dark Gotham. We got that. We wanted a, a grittier Batman. We got that. You know, we were curious as to how good Patterson was going to do. He fucking killed it. You know, I have very, very, very little to gripe about, if anything at all. But I mean, some may, some may not. I don't personally. Alex, I don't know about you, but. I mean, the first, let's be real, like the first 10 minutes of the movie, I felt like everyone, it was a head turner for literally everyone in the theater. If you were there with somebody, it was a head turner in the sense that right there, right in those first 10 minutes when he's doing the monologue, his, he's doing his Rorschach shit. Let's be real. He Rorschacked it. Like right off the bat, he was just like, this city is afraid of me. And I was just like, Rorschach? Is that God, you? So good. <laughs> is this? <laughs> is this Rorschach talk or is this is this Bruce Wayne? Like, I don't understand. Year one Batman, let's be real. This is a year one Batman. We wanted a year one Batman, just like Greg said. We these are the things that we wanted, and it was given to us. Um, I just feel like most most movies that are coming out, most DC movies, Marvel movies, most of them, not all of them, a lot of them are catering to the general public. And this is like an ongoing theme that I've been talking to people about. I'm like, you know what? Every comic movie coming out is made for the general public i feel like matt reeves and william hoy when they cut this movie they were like all right this is gonna be for the comic fans and let's let them geek out like let's 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 give the let's give the comic book readers just something for once you know what i mean and that's what they did they delivered it and as a comic book reader, I mean, I cross from Batman to Detective Comics to Catwoman. Yo, they touched base all over the place. And I'm fucking I was all for it the entire time watching it. I was smiling and I was like, that's that's oh, that's that that's me. They're saying that because and I'm just like, oh, fuck, like I'm looking around and there was like some other guys that I noticed in the theater and they were like. And I was like, fuck, like. I got to talk to that guy after this fucking movie. <laughs> so you could like, you really notice like a lot of the people who read the comics, like I'm not saying that you missed out if you don't read it, but it was like so many Easter eggs and I was so fucking happy about it. Yeah. And like, even going back to kind of caring to what you said about how catering to the public, like they easily, easily could have made that a rated R movie. Easily. Yes. Yes. One percent. That could have been a rated R movie, and then you lose out on all the money you you know you you don't get with younger crowds watching a movie right off the rip. However, like with not making a rated R movie, it was still the same like level of like holy shit, that's fucking dark. Like, yep. like, like you just blew a dude's head off in public. You just had some guy <laughs> die via a rat trap. You know, you fucking almost put a mass shooting on a big screen. Yes. Like, you know, people don't understand how, like, I don't think people grasp the whole impact of that scene. Like, me and Mel have spoken about this when we left the theater. It's like, Batman just stopped a fucking mass shooting. 
Like, yeah. Like all those people would have been just shot and killed from the rafters had Batman not fucking made a move, you know, like that's fucking, that's dark. That's some shit. Like some shit would have went down, like some shit that's presented for you right there. And it's still not a rated R movie. It's not a movie that, you know, that the kids can like, you know, it's not a rated R. I still don't think I, you know, it's for kids. Cause it's not, and not at all. You know, there's no themes in there or whatnot that you don't want your fucking kids, you know, watching and seeing and shit, but yep. So, it, you know, it doesn't cater to the masses. However, it did a good job putting itself in the right, you know, rating area where, you know, a larger crowd can still watch it. Yeah. Which one of the things was big for me. Like, I was like, I was pretty impressed by that because I thought at first, like, oh, it's not rated R. You know, we're going to miss out on like a raw ass fucking Batman, like a raw, <laughs> like a raw, just like in your face, fucking beat the shit at people. But like, we still got that. Still got everything you wanted without the rated R ratings, and they could yeah. easily, easily, easily done that with the tones they were going with. But I mean, it still fucking it still worked out, man. It was so awesome. Like I, like I didn't think I didn't in the movie theater when I was watching that. I genuinely thought at least Batman was gonna like stop one of like the Riddler traps. But then, like when the DA's head like got fucking nuked in the, the church, I was like. Yo, like, what the fuck? Like, he actually didn't save him? Shit, like, <laughs> like damn, that guy's fucked. Like, imagine having a fucking bomb on your head, and you're like, oh, Batman's here. <laughs> Thank God, like, we're good, we're good. I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, but, but, oh. but he was still establishing himself as Batman, though. That's the thing. Like, people were just like, the confidence in Batman being there was, it wasn't there. Like, it's, yeah. oh, just because Batman here is just like, all right, what does that mean? It's like, remember when, when Batman f- appeared with the DA being there? Everyone was like, what is he doing there? He's going to get himself killed. Like, let's be real. In comic books now, you see some situation like that, and you know Batman arrives, and everyone is just like, oh, we'll be okay. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's okay. Everyone's going to live. This one was just like, what is he going to do? He can't do anything. This is a bomb. It's strapped, to, it's strapped to my neck. I'm dead. I'm dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, I think they did a very, very good job, like, establishing the fact that, like, yeah, like you said, Alex, he's new. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I really do like the little tidbit scene that they threw in there when, you know, Gordon has him down at Gotham City PD and they're, and they're speaking in the room. And he obviously hits Gordon and they're, like, kind of playing it off. Like, he doesn't want, like, he doesn't want his cops to know that him and Gordon are buddy-buddy. So when he punches him, he runs away. And then he gets to the roof and it's very subtle. But when he turns the corner to go jump off the roof, he gets hesitant. He stops. Yes, he you know, did. He's not, he's not confident. <laughs> he gets to the roof and he's like, oh, shit. You know, like yeah, that's a, a great season point. Batman, a season Batman would have just fucking said, just ran up there, jumped off and fucking made it. He would have just kept going nonstop. Yeah. You know, he stops. He gets hesitant. He kind of looks over the cliff. You know, it's those little things that make you realize, like, he's still new to this game. Like, he's not, you know, the Batman that we've seen in other movies where, you know, we see Bell, we see, you know, Keaton all in, like they were Batman and they knew how to do be Batman. Now we're seeing Batman and he's got like his training wheels on, you know, and not to say it's like, you know, he's a pussy because he ain't, but he's still got, and like even in the end of that scene, he fucking jumps off and gets body bagged. He hit like, doesn't stick the landing, gets all fucked up. Yeah. You know? So I really did like how, you know, they didn't harp on the fact that he was like new to Gotham, but you clearly got the message that, you know, he was, he's definitely, you know, still getting the hang of it. I thought of fucking Spider-Man. Remember when, when Toby Maguire fell off the fucking building? Oh, he was yeah. like, uh, uh. <laughs> like when he fucking hit the ground, he was just like, 
uh, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> and even in, like, combat, you can see, like, like tw- towards the end when he's, like, on the rafters, like, you know, I feel like a seasoned Batman, like, wouldn't have got blasted like that point blank. You know, he's no. still, you know, he's still kind of getting his feet wet with the whole, like, combat fighting people you know so it's cool you can tell Dude, that he's rough the, he's rough around the edges still that first fight scene alone that first fight scene he didn't fully size up the crowd he didn't like when if you watch the way he was fighting it was so raw it wasn't like a beautiful choreographed martial art swift movement it was yeah yeah he was trained by like league of shadows and everything but this is real life combat now. Now you're fully surrounded. You're in all of your gear. You've got the weight. You've got all these other things. And now you're fighting all of these guys with weapons and knives and clubs and shit. He was like, he was fighting and he was like, looking, who's next? You're next. It wasn't a, a, a fucking, a two piece over here and a stop the fucking bat or like a block on the next one. Cause I saw that coming. It was just like a, oh, turn around. You're next. Oh, you're next. He like followed where the hits were coming from. You know what he's, I mean? He's like, a, the, he's like a, it's like essentially like a, like a street fight. It's a street it was a fight, straight street much. fight. Yeah. It was a street fight, but he's trained. That's the thing. Like, dude, it gave me fucking chills. Like when he was interrogating the Riddler and even when the Riddler was just like, wait a minute, you haven't, you didn't, you never really even figured it, this out. Did you like, he looked at him and he was just like, there's so much more to this. And I gave you way too much credit. Like the Riddler even said it like Batman would have been figured out how deep it goes, how deep the rabbit hole would go with the Riddler. But again, this is first encounter with the Riddler to learn exactly who this guy is. And that's a good point. And just being like, yeah, like I didn't think that far until the Riddler was like, okay, let me help you out. Like, you know what I mean? He's explaining to him like, this is what's going to happen. And when that mass shooting was setting up, dude, I'm not going to lie. Like I was sitting in my seat. And I kept looking around and I was like, am I the only one who's giving some getting some anxiety on this? Because these guys are literally loading their guns. They're getting set up. And Batman is still at Arkham. He is still at Arkham Asylum talking to the Riddler, literally breaking it down in his head. He, his eyes are, are going back and forth, showing that he's fucking thinking about this. And meanwhile, they clip back to back to the stadium, back to Gotham Stadium. And these guys are like locked and loaded they're ready to go you know what i mean and the fact batman has to rush his ass all the way there to try to stop them from doing whatever the fuck it is that they were doing like well doing exactly that doing a mass shooting but like that's that scene alone like i got fucking anxiety like i got anxiety from that i'm not gonna lie i looked at both the exit in both the exits in the theater because i was just like how crazy would it be if someone fucking used this up as an opportunity it was fucking Yo, scary like fun, i'm like yeah. sitting in the theater and i'm just like it's fear inducing, of course. Like yeah. what what if what if some dude in a Riddler thing, like after seeing this, like the first showing was like, this is exactly what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he yeah. just fucking turns a fucking two dudes turn a corner, like, what am I gonna fucking do? You know what I mean? Like it's fucking frightening. I was yeah, like, yo, that scene, that scene was that scene, the way they filmed that scene was fucking tough, bro. Yeah. That was fucking insane. It was like the way it played on everyone's emotions was so fucking real. I feel like kids watching it didn't get that feeling, but when they get fucking older and they watch rewatch that movie, they're going to be like, yo, this is intense. Like, how did we watch this as kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like another thing too, is like that, that scene, 
like I didn't really think about it when watching the movie, but like that kind of like orchestrated that was like the epitome of like the beauty of like the Riddler's like you know his plans. Like how fucking genius is that? Like you're gonna flood the city, so everyone in the city goes to one spot, and you literally have everyone where you want them. Exactly. Like, it's it's like pure it's pure genius that like one guy who is as measly as him and like he's like he even says himself he's like a nobody really like yep. can like literally like had everyone right where he wanted them like with only a, a, a few simple fucking bond like a few simple like plots yeah he had everyone in the same like it was like made it realize that his plan was like fucking truly truly a mastermind plan he turned know? it into a turkey shoot it was like yeah. those guys were just like they just had to look down and be like i could shoot anywhere in this stadium right now and i'm hitting somebody you know what i mean it was good man i Yo, I want to ask you, who do you think this like, I mean, we'll talk outside of Batman and obviously the Riddler. Like, who do you think was the, like, the character that stole the show outside of those two? That stood out? Yeah, well, it stood out. You think stole the show or, like, a lot better? Like, who was your favorite? Because I've been talking to people about this one. Oh, like, I, uh, besides, besides who? Besides Batman and the Riddler? Yeah. Who like stole the show? Catwoman. She killed it. Okay, Catwoman. Okay. I think I she know. killed it. Uh, the references that she goes to in terms of the Catwoman comics were spot on. And I thought that they did Catwoman total fucking justice. Like, this is dope. This is different from our from our Batman, Selena Kyle, uh, fucking like Tim Burton Batman. You know what I mean? This new Catwoman, I'm fucking, I'm all about it. I loved how raw she was. Her mask wasn't all leather. It was, it was, it's legit. It was just a ski mask that just so happened to have ears. She didn't mean to be Catwoman. She never introduced herself as Catwoman. She's just a cat burglar. That's it. Plain and simple. She is just a cat burglar and she doesn't go by any title. Right? Yeah. She's good. She's good at what she does. The fact that she was the daughter of, um, what's his name? Falcone. Falcone. Yeah. Falcone. Yeah. Like him, him too. He stole the fucking show. I was I, not. I, was, I did not expect him to be the mob boss. Like that, was, that actor. Say. That I blew my Falcone, mind. Falcone really, like I feel like people have slept on like his performance as Falcone. Yes. It was very very good. You know, like very very sleek. Very you know, no matter the situation, not panicky. You know, I know like he's so close to Bruce Wayne, who he's fucked so bad. Yet he doesn't fucking. He doesn't skip a beat. He stays calm. He's manipulative. You know, he tells him, oh, no, it was Maroney's guys, Maroney's guys. Yep. He did such a great job of being, like, the top dog mob boss. Like, you know, and he's not, like, a big dude. He's not, like, a Tony Soprano. Yeah. He's just, like, a slick. He's, like, a guy who's just played his cards right. And you can tell he has that arrogance in the movie. You know, he's, got, he's, got, he's got brains. He's got brains. Yeah, he's got brains over the over Braun. And then I liked when they were, like, oh, they were talking about it. Like, oh, you want to know who the mayor is? Like, it's Maroni, like I mean, it's Falcone. He's the mayor, like they're saying. <laughs> like that was that was a sick that was a sick line. Like a mobster is really the one running the fucking. Dude, city. When, when he first appeared as Falcone, I was just like, "Oh shit, Optimus Prime is about to pop up." Like, what's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this tinfoil fucking hat, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it was it was definitely interesting. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are definitely gonna love Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Um, yeah, did a great, he did a great job in that role. You know, he wasn't you could tell he's portraying the penguin. However, it isn't overboard. It isn't like 
Tim Burton's penguin who's biting people's noses off, and we won't talk about <laughs> it. but we won't we won't get into that again. However, but um, no, you could tell it was him. You know, he's definitely like just kind of like sleazy at the same time. You know, he's in the mix. You know, like, oh, I'm 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 gonna betray you, but you know, I'm your boy. You know, yeah, you I'm know. the I'm a mob boss too. He's kind of like a he's kind of like a he's kind of like a Bobby the Boopy kind of yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, when he, he was kicking he, everybody's ass in the club, and then he just shows it. He's like, "Hey, what up? Hey, come on, let's go." Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I get that. Yeah, that was that was. I like that. I like how he <laughs> he, you know, he did a very 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 good job with that role. I didn't I didn't expect him to be that good. Yeah, didn't expect it. Not didn't like not at all. Definitely I didn't think not. like it looked good art wise. You were like like makeup wise, I should say, where you're like, yo, that's calm. Like that's him. Like no way. But like and then but then yeah, he, la <laughs> like my you know my Spanish ain't too good, but uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking dying, bro. Like, that seems that seems fucking great. Just ragging, just ragging on like Batman. I'm like Batman and Gordon are just fucking staring at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> like he's <you're> right. <laughs> they just dip and leave him there. But, yeah, I think he's get, I think he's getting his own show. Am I not mistaken? Who the penguin? I believe so. I, believe, I think HBO Max is gonna take on take on a deal for a show with the penguin, I think. Oh, it was in talks. I know that for sure. But that sounds interesting. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool. Kind of. I mean, it'll be. I think it would be beneficial for this series if they did that, because you can expand, you know, what's going on in Gotham, but like without doing another huge movie in Russia again. Well, which would be kind of nice. Damn. Now that you now that you you put it like that, like it makes sense. Like the way his character, the way his character flowed through this movie, like yeah. Now you could get into like. The, his underbelly what he was involved in you know what i mean like what, coming, yeah. what is it what goes on in that room what deals go on in that room what deals is he influencing what other villains could they possibly introduce in this show yeah. using the penguin let's be real it's the iceberg lounge right you think of um uh joker war in the middle of joker war where were all of the villains hiding including catwoman Everyone was hanging out with the penguin at the iceberg lounge. Everyone yeah. was in hiding there. And they're like, this is what was it? I think Killer Croc was there. He's like, this is so fucking boring. Like, what are we still doing? Let's go out. And it's just like Joker's having his little thing right now. We can't we can't go out. This is the safest place for all of us. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I think it was Mr. Freeze said something where he was just like, or was it Mr. Freeze or Mrs. Freeze? It was Nora. Uh, but they were. she was just like, like. We just need one of these bats to come in here and then just bust up this party. You know what I mean? So, like, just how important the Iceberg Lounge is to Gotham City. I love yeah. that they introduced that finally in a movie. And I like how it wasn't it wasn't corny. Like, you know, everything about the Iceberg Lounge fit what we were seeing. You know, like, the Iceberg Lounge wasn't some, like, icicles everywhere and fucking like corny like bullet like no it was just like a dirty pacha looking fucking club <laughs> music fucking blaring pacha. at ungodly levels you know it looked it looked packed and musty like you know it looked like where like it looked like something that should be in gotham yeah or, like you're walking in the front door and you got a bang and a little slot opens up like that's what i imagine like a club or something would look like in that gotham and they fucking hit it spot on you know that's what i loved it was just th- well, well done. I thought that the twins <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum was I the only one who thought of that? Yeah, 
Yeah. So I didn't pick up on that. Like, I mean, I, I kind of did, but I didn't think that they were directly referencing that. And it's still not uh-huh. confirmed. I don't know it's if it's still is. not confirmed. No, it's not. I don't not, know if it's not. confirmed or not. If that was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I don't really know. I was just thinking about it. I was just, I, I was like, I was with Amanda and I was like, those are the fucking Joker's henchmen. And I was like, wait a minute, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I was like, I don't know. Cause I feel like it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum, but they're just not where they're not fat. They're not bit, yeah. they're not super tall. They're not bald. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact that they were twins, I was like, in my mind, I'm trying to race through like my like Batman's rogue gallery. And I'm like, what hench- who had twin henchmen? And I'm just trying to think of it. I was like, I can't think of anyone except for Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I really like, could not think of Weren't else. they like henchmen of the, I mean, it could be wrong. Weren't they henchmen of like the Mad Hatter? Am I, am I, am I oh, no. That? Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, but they, they were also working with... um. They were also working with uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was leading them with the Joker when she was like, like was, uh, teamed up with him. I was having this. Well, now that we're talking about Joker, I was having this debate at work, and I really, really hope that this series strays away from the Joker. You know, as much as yes, you know, we did like, like we like obviously Patterson, just like you know portrayal of Batman. You know, it's something we've seen before, and we've spoken about this, you know, off the pod, but. You know, we've seen adaptations of like the Joker more like more than once. You know, we've seen Two Face now. We've seen Two Face now more than once. I do think we're going to see Two Face again in this in this world. I do. Yeah. I think it just fits the whole corruption, dirty politic kind of thing. I think we will see a Two Face again, and I'm okay with that. You know, but I think we this this time around, it'd be smart enough for them to stray away from the Joker. Agreed. It sucks, it sucks to say. But I think it's the smart move for them because I think the second it's already bad enough with Batman when you talk about comparison to other films. You know, you can't have another Batman without saying, well, is you going to be better than so and so? You know, and now yeah. it's the same thing with Joker at this point. You know, you put another Joker out there, immediately the first thing people are going to do is, well, is he going to be better than Ledger? Is he going to be better than Nicholson? Is he going to be better than that Sherm Daddy who plays him on the TV show that no one watches? You know, you have to think about, <laughs> you have to think about that like that kind of shit so i think you know bringing a fresh villain something new would be absolutely amazing yeah i mean you know like like i said i would love to see a freeze it'd be sick you know i would love to see them take on a court of owls idea although that's going to take a lot to build up to that it would be, awesome. be a lot yeah yeah i mean it would take a lot and then we spoke about maybe a hush but hush would be a little difficult because you know that story is kind of fucking wild and has a lot of characters but I mean, sick. you could play with Hush because don't forget, like they showed that yeah, they had uh, the fucking the Riddler was a kid standing right next to Bruce Wayne. They just have to expand on that photo and show another kid, and then boom, Hush right there. You know what I mean? So that would be that would be awesome. But I mean, like if you're gonna do Hush, I want it to be like because that's like one of the few things I have read more than once. So like I'm not like I mean like you guys have read a lot, but I feel like I would want to see it so accurate. To what I've read, you know, huh? Like the whole like like just all the characters involved, like it's just a massive story. But it would be fucking like that's another good villain they can use. Hush, uh-huh. great room, you know. Uh, I mean, there's just it's the like the the, the, the balls in their court, you know. Pick a yeah. villain and go with it because people obviously love this movie. Now you have people's attention. Now fucking now's the time, you know, to knock it out the park with the next one. And they have plenty of time, you know. This is this will be big for a while, so. 
I don't know what direction they're going to go in. I just hope, hope, hope it's not the Joker. What is besides the Joker? What is what would you consider something else that happened on that went on in this movie that you were just like seeing it on the screen? You were just like, that's I just I don't think. No, that should have never happened. Like that should have never fucking happened. This movie is already going good. I, what just adding that extra bullshit just wasn't necessary. I, and like that, it's funny because that was like the first thing we said when we left. We're like, yo, this scene is so unnecessary. Like, we didn't need this whatsoever. Like, you know, um, I think a little bit with the the project, like, was a renewal. Yes, a revival, a renewal. renewal. I think they kind of they kind of like harped on that a lot. And and I mean I get it. It was like a front for the money laundering, whatever. But it was like a big kind of undertone to everything, and I kind of like didn't like it. You know, it was kind yeah. of it was just like something that was like there, and like it's new, never heard of it before. You know, so I was kind of like, eh, like what the fuck is this? Like, I feel like they didn't expand into it too much. Uh huh. The whole project renewal thing, and then they were using it at the same time as like a scapegoat for like adding the mob factor to the movie and, you know, a little bit of Riddler's motivation. You know, I, I feel like they could have probably used a little bit something better than that whole like project thing. But I mean, then again, it, it, it moved the plot along for the most part. So, I mean, I can't be too mad at it, but could have done without it. Me personally. What about you? I feel like what it definitely didn't need was the Riddler's freak out in Arkham. His fucking, his like, oh, oh, I'm going to start singing. I'm singing. Oh, and it was just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then like Amanda, Amanda agreed. She was just like, she was about it. She was like, yo, like, that's not necessary that you didn't have to do that because (laughs) you had the Riddler develop this whole character behind the mask on screen. And then. And then you finally unmask him. And it was dope when he was in the fucking when he was in the diner and they were talking, he was like quiet, like, I just came, I just wanted some cake. And they're fucking arresting him and shit. And he's like looking and he's looking off and they fucking drag him to jail. And all of a sudden he became this mastermind who's all passionate about everything. And then he's just like, Oh, hello. You don't you don't understand. He's acting all fucking weird in like in arkham and i'm just like all right you weren't that crazy they just showed they just showed you they showed your hideout you're smart you're meticulous you know exactly what you're doing now you could play it off as play play it off as him being a criminal mastermind like i'm gonna play the crazy card you're gonna send me to arkham you're not gonna arrest me you're just gonna send me to arkham asylum you know what i mean and i'm gonna escape because i know how to escape there but like at the same time, like, yo, dude, like, this scene was so unnecessary to the point where even Batman was just like, he was looking and eventually he was like, what did he was like, what are you going at? Because he was so confused. He was like, you saw this smart, meticulous villain and now you see him at Arkham and he's just a fucking loony to him. Like, what the fuck happened to this character? He just fucking devolved. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I think... Holy shit. I think they went overboard. Like, I think you said it best. Like, you had everything there. Everything was good. Like, we know this guy's psychotic. We know he's fucked up in the head, you know? And then all of a sudden, he's just sitting there like... Oh, I don't know, bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> like, bugging out. Like, his and shit. 
and making noises and moaning. And then he's like, Bruce Wayne, bro. It's like, all right. Like, all right, we got it. Bruce Wayne, take it easy. Oh, <laughs> part of your plan, right? God, God, copy. You know, they did go a little overboard with that. I think they were trying to drive home the fact that, like, who we were dealing with this entire time is really this unhinged. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I can't I can't even say that it was on the director. I feel like they were just like, okay, now is your chance to show the Riddler without a mask. Make this character. I feel like they should have done what they did with Mark Hamill when he was reading his first reading for the Joker on the Batman animated adventures, where they wrote on his on his book the in big fucking letters, don't think Nicholson. I feel like for him, they should have written like, don't think Ledger. Like, just don't like he created a character. Leave him be. He was psychotic. He was crazy in his own little way, his dark, moody little way. And he was like, oh, I could be dark and moody, too. I'm going to make this iconic. Like, no, bro. The Riddler is meticulous. Literally pick up a graphic novel, anyone with the Riddler in it, and you will see how meticulous and smart and diabolical he is. Don't try to play him off as a fucking idiot. In our, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Think- don't I think play him Paul, off like that. I think they, they, they gave Paul Dano a very, very healthy amount of freedom. I feel like with this role, because you know, I think a lot of that stuff definitely isn't like. I think the singing part is obviously scripted, but you can tell there's some, there's definitely some freedom there in those, yeah, those shots. And I, I forget where I was reading this, um, but they were saying how, um, in the scene where he is he's like um like on facetime where he's like you know doing like the live video they said they like they did like over like 50 reshoots of that scene really like, yeah like they just kept doing like like they didn't like he didn't like how it went and they just kept shooting it like over and over and over and over like until like it was how he liked it yeah so like i mean and like and don't get me wrong i think those scenes are probably the most gripping like of you know of his screen time like I passed the first scene where he's standing behind him, that scene scared the shit out of me. It's terrifying. Yeah. But after that, I think you know the like him being on like the screen and it's like kind of like a little like delayed and laggy and he's like yelling and really angry. You know, those scenes are scary to me. That I don't know what's so scary about that, but it is. Like even in the Dark Knight Rises, when Joker was on, you know, when he sent that video into you know the news station, he's got the guy in the meat locker. You know, yeah. something about that scene is fucking scary. It's just the way it is it's filmed because it's kind of like real life. Like, you know, it's shit you gritty. see. Gritty. It's candid. It's, it's gritty. And it's, you know, it looks like something you'd see. And you can tell this guy's fucking batshit. So those scenes were good. But yeah, I think the scene in Arkham was a little, uh, went a little too, went a little overboard. <laughs> it was overboard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole, yeah, like the singing, okay. But the yelling and the moaning and the Bruce Wayne, like that. <laughs> We could have we, we could have definitely lived without that, but other than that, I mean, I I feel like there's not much I I would have yeah like, I, or... I, I can't like think like thinking deeper into like other things that would probably be unnecessary, not too much more. Um, the way they did they the way they shot, the way this movie was shot. Um, DP William Hoy he killed it with his shot with his sh- shots. I mean, he worked on Three Hundred. He worked on Planet of the Apes prior to this. Uh, the Watchmen. So those shots, like from Batman, from from Batman riding his motorcycle through Gotham Times Square. You know what I mean? With the camera over his book bag, just like looking right at his head. 
I thought that shot was fucking, it was so crisp. It was so clean. It was so well done um, to the reveal of the Batmobile. I was going to get the Batmobile. Awesome. I thought I was going to hate the Batmobile. Yeah. I thought it was, was <laughs> going to be like whack. But then like it takes on like its own, like when he first fires it up, it like that like roar that you hear the engine, like it takes on its own like character. It's all yeah. persona of like literally like what Batman is trying to embody, like fear coming out of the shadows. Yep. Like, you know, like everyone stops in that scene as chaotic as it is, the shooting, everything. And everyone is dead stopped because they're like, whoa, whoa, we don't know what the fuck that is. And it's like literally Batman personified as a fucking car, which was, yeah. it was like genius to me, a genius. And it all it is is a souped up fucking car, but like it's not your corny like, old school Batmobile with like, gas spilling out the back and all these gadgets like no it was just a fucking roll cage and a fucking probably old mustang or some shit but it was great it was like everything it should have been for that yeah. movie that car chase scene was amazing too i think that car chase scene was awesome um yeah. when he was going through the traffic i was i had i'm not gonna lie i had a hard time tracking it like it, yeah go through the highway i was just like where, where the fuck are they going with this like so, I'm like watching it. I'm like, so many people are dying right now on that highway. And all Batman's got for the GCPD is like, I got him. I got the penguin. Meanwhile, you got like fucking dead bodies all over fucking the highway. And they're just like, all right, this is fucking terrible. But um, I mean, we got the penguin who we're going to let go in a fucking day anyway. Like, let's be fucking real. <laughs> yeah, I think in terms of shots, um, I was speaking with the coworker about this. The shot where, um, you know, towards the end of the movie, where the scaffolding had fell and all the water had bucked, like busted into Gotham Square Garden, the shot of Batman walking the people out of the darkness with the flare, like, and he could see, like, it's like a pan from like the ceiling down, and they show yeah. him like walking. Out. That's like that shot was just fucking like it was amazing. Like it was so like, you know, there was so much more meaning behind like what we were looking at right there. He was you know, the light we, out of the darkness. Yeah, like like in that all the darkness, like he was the, he's the one like who will like take them out of like the perilous situation that they're currently were in, you know. That was such a fucking cool like just like it was a perfectly timed shot and it was like it looked everything looked great like in that one like little scene. I love that. Like even the scene where it was like, you know, it's it's Batman and like Catwoman like embracing each other like on the tower, like the sun is in the background looking over Gotham. Like it was yeah. just a fucking like beautiful, beautiful shot. Like there was so, like I feel like there was so much more of that, and that was another thing I said about people. The people is like, you know, everyone's gonna say, "Oh no, this movie was good, but it ain't better than Dark Knight." Like, yeah, but like that's because you want to see Batman with cool gadgets and shit. Like, if you respect any type of cinematography, any type of writing, any type of like depth to characters, like this movie blows that out the park, in my opinion. I'm gonna say, I'm I'm gonna say it. It's gotta be be said. It's gotta be said, man. Dude, this that speaking of that scaffolding scene when he first reached his hand out and the that the newly elected mayor was like, ew. I was like watching, I was like, the fuck is wrong with that bitch? <laughs> yeah. Because he was just like, yo, like he did all of this shit to save you guys. And then he moves the scaffolding off and he's just like this. And then she's just like, I'm like, bitch. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <laughs> grab his hand, and then you just see from out of the out of the camera shot, you just see a tiny little hand come up, and it's a little boy. And then when he lifts him out, she's like, 
right. <laughs> I would have oh. loved this. Imagine what the fuck. Imagine if like there's like a deleted cutscene where he's like reaching into like the scaffolding, and he goes to grab the mirror, and she's like, oh. He, he goes. They go to grab hands. He's like, psych. Just walks away. Bro, that would be fucking golden, bro. Her? Hey. And she just walks deeper into the scaffolding, like just to finish the joke. Yeah. Like, she's just getting like more, more crushed, and Batman is just like walks away. That Batman's just confused. Crazy. He's like, "Am I vengeance? <laughs> <laughs> vengeance? Huh? Sounds a lot better now. <laughs> I'll oh, give you fucking okay. vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you what vengeance really looks like. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that that's that would be that would be good in a perfect world. But yo, there was like some little like like you know they snuck in like some little comedy tidbits too. Like, like just oh like, yeah, yeah. not a lot. Like nothing like it's gonna be overbearing. But there were some little like well like snickering moments. I would say in the movie. Like I thought the shit where he was like in the garage. He's like, look at the USB, and like Gordon's like, what? And he pulls it out. And it's like thumb drive. I was like, oh, stop. I'm like, ah, Batman. I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. I like that. I snickered. It was funny. The whole Spanish thing was funny. Like, there were some moments where you can kind of like crack a smile, which I kind of appreciated, you know? Yeah. But, like but, that. I mean, even with those those jokes, like watching those jokes, I love those scenes. The, the scenes leading up to that were awesome. Like, just Batman using his detective skills. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. re, like his raw detective skills. He hasn't fully developed them yet. Yeah. But like when, whole... when Gordon was running him through it, you Batman wasn't saying a fucking word. He wasn't staunch. He wasn't solid walking. He was literally looking at everything. And in his eyes, I think Pat uh, Pattinson fucking killed it in the sense that in portraying the character, showing that he still is a little doubtful in his skill because when he was looking at shit, he was just like, you could tell like just something as, as subtle as eye movement is showing that he's trying to think of it, but he can't, he doesn't know. He has no idea. And even Gordon asked him a question and then he was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, just, I really don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do agree. Like in the opening scene, like, yeah, he's trying to, I think he's trying to look at everything. To make sure he can like play it back in his little eye thingy, but yeah, you can definitely tell like you know when he's like going these situations, he's like studying. You know, he's yep. he's not he's not just there. Like he knows that he's not going to solve this right where he is right now. You know, so he's not delving too much time into what he's seeing. Up at the same time, he's taking in everything. You know, like when they find the murder weapon finally at the end, he knew right away because he saw the prints back at the apartment in the first scene that no one else saw besides him. Or yeah. no one else realized besides him, you know. It's just very, it's very it's like attention to detail, and and like you know he's the one finding the envelope in the in the cage, not everyone else who's like bombarding his apartment, taking. By the way, why are they taking so many fucking pictures of everything? We spoke about this after the movie, me and Mel taking pictures of everything. There's so <laughs> many like, how many pictures well, can you? Guys I don't take? know. That was the friend. So that was the forensics, right? My yeah, mind went straight to Dexter. I don't know if you ever watched that show, Dexter. Yeah, but like, like they were, I feel like they were looking at the blood, the blood patterns on the walls. That's why. So they were, they were, they were doing their forensic shit in the sense that, all right, where was he standing? How was he standing? How tall was would the victim of well, how 
tall would the perpetrator have been if he hit him in the back of the head? You know what I mean? Gauging where he got hit. So I feel like they were trying to, they were doing their job in, ten, in terms of breaking down the scene. Um, but I, 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 but I mean, but I see where you're coming from, where it's just like, <laughs> oh, bro, you, I think, I feel like you guys could have done this with none of us standing here and been done by now. You know what I mean? I like how when they were in the apartment, Gordon just like, he was right here all along. <laughs> like my man was across the street this entire time. Like we didn't see that. Like we didn't get that. <laughs> like that was that was like funny to me. Like Gordon, I, I like the the Gordon Batman dynamic in this movie was just a great one two punch. It was great. You know, they were like they complimented each other each other so well. Yeah. Like, in every kind of, in every scene, like in every type of aspect. Just how they were always working together as like a team. Um even when he was working with Alfred too. Alfred showing off his fucking skill. He was like, okay, um, let me show, let me sh- kind of show off my time in the service and decode this shit for you. And I was just like, yes, because he yeah. was in the fucking secret service. Not this, the that not the United States, but in, in, in the British Secret Service. I'm just like, yes, like, yo, this motherfucker was a goddamn Kingsman, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like another thing too is I it's like you know, him and Gordon. Batman and Gordon, they share so much screen time together throughout the movie, but it's like one line in the movie that's late in the movie that makes you realize that this entire time, Batman like was still very weary of Jim Gordon, where, you know, everything is unfolding and all the plan is, and like they've kind of gotten somewhere, and then Batman just turns to Jim Gordon and goes, you're a good cop. And this is after everything they've done throughout the movie, so that just goes to show that you know, this entire time, yeah, Batman might have been Oh, I didn't think of that. Batman might have been working with him, but in the back of his head, he's still weary on the fact that you know, Jim Gordon might be in on the fix this entire time. You know, yeah. I think him telling Jim Gordon he's a good cop is his kind of like, you know, his approval, him like kind of letting his guard down, like knowing that Jim Gordon is actually trying to save the city, like alongside him, which was like, I thought it's like such a cool point to me, you know, because like he is, he is worried about it at the end of the day. Like, you know, he doesn't know who he can trust, especially in, you know, Gotham's like corrupt, like corrupt police force. So it was it was a cool little tidbit. It's, it's quick, but I mean, to me, I interpreted it as like he finally, you know, he believes that Jim Gordon is like one of the people he can truly trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad there's no like revealing of identities or anything like that. It's, it's very very true to that, which is good. You know, I don't, and I I hope they don't go that route because I like you know I feel like this Bruce Wayne isn't the type that that Jim Gordon would approach. You know, he doesn't see it. He's not warm, fuzzy. Yeah. He's like, he's a loner. He's secluded. He's really, he appears so introverted and everything. Even though he's like this billion, he's portrayed in a lot of things as like this billionaire playboy. But this Bruce Wayne was like, I don't want to be here right now. I want to go back to my mansion and just hide. You know what I mean? I'm depressed. I'm sad. I don't know what to do with myself. And most people see him and they're just like, oh, you're you're like when the mayor tries to talk to him, she's like, you're a difficult man to get in touch with. You're always busy. Um, you know, most people know him to be a very introverted person in this universe. You know what I mean? Uh, compared to the different types of Bru- the majority of Bruce Wayne's that we've seen are always just like, I'm out. I'm in a fucking nice car. I'm going to show up with like three supermodels coming out of the car half naked. You know what I mean? And just leaving everything to everyone else's imagination. Yeah, he's definitely not. He's definitely like Bruce Wayne wise, which we didn't get a lot of screen time of, which is good. I'm not complaining about that. 
I think we had just enough, like the right amount of like Bruce Wayne screen time instead of like, you know, I suppose the Batman. But yeah, I mean, definitely unlike any other Batman we've seen before, I feel like, you know, like at one point in, you know, the Dark Knight series, yeah, Bruce was very secluded after, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Jake Hall's sister died. So, I mean, yeah, I get that, but this is the kind of bat I kind of like this Bruce Wayne, very to himself, you know, very not warm, not not a man. He's like not a man of the people until he puts on the suit yep. and his persona changes where he becomes the man of the people. And you everyone know? wants to know him. Yeah. It's like in this movie, it kind of gave you the like the feeling that like when he wasn't in the Batman costume, that's when he was wearing a mask. You know, like that's when he wasn't himself. When he was Batman, he was himself. That's kind of like how I felt about him and like the Bruce Wayne back and forth. That I, makes I said the same thing coming out of that movie. I was just like Bruce Wayne. He was not, he wasn't, not to quote the Watchmen, not to quote Rorschach, but he wasn't <laughs> wearing his true face. My face, give me my face. But like when, when Rorschach monologued and he said how he went into the dumpster, he was like, oh, my clothes, my face. Because him being out in the world with just no mask or anything, that is his costume. That is him doing what he can, acting as best he can. That's why I feel like him, the way he was portraying this Bruce Wayne, he was uncomfortable in this skin. Like, he was like, I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable. That's why I appear the way I do. But when he's Batman, he doesn't give up. He's going out there. He's fucking kicking ass. He's talking to whoever the fuck he wants. If you won't shut up because you're you're deviating from what the conversation's about, he'll fucking punch him in the face and be like, let's get back on topic. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this Bruce Wayne feeling uncomfortable in his skin as Bruce Wayne and only being comfortable with his true face on, which is being Batman. I love I love this aspect of it. I loved yeah. it. I also liked how, you know, Batman and him, like, you know, if you're thinking about it, Batman and Riddler, like together on screen, same scene. I think they share what five, five minutes screen time. It's, yeah, it's, you know, like there's not a lot, like, you know, you don't get that whole, like, all right, <clears throat> superhero movie, it's time for the, the big baddie showdown. You've good versus evil, you know, superhero versus supervillain. Like, no, you don't get that. It's just, you know, nah. it's, it's what five minutes of them talking back and forth, him singing and moaning in a cell, and like that was it, you know, that just going going back to like the writing, how you have a superhero movie in front of you. But at the same time, you really, really don't. Like, I wouldn't even consider this a superhero movie. It's not. It's a mystery. No. It's a noir mystery. It's a detective. You know. It's a detective movie. <clears throat> exactly, you know. But also centered around Batman, who's, you know, like, everyone's favorite hero. Well, you know, that's that's kind of like, that's what I appreciate about it. It wasn't, it was just off the script. It definitely went in, the, in a different direction, but in also in a direction where it shouldn't went. Yeah. You know. That's that was the was the beauty of it. Like obviously, I think it has great rewatch value. I gotta go rewatch it again. Uh, I know I know Mel has probably seen it seven times, but um, or how many times? I don't know. Well, Mel went to go see it with us, and then whispers to me, "I've seen this already," and I was like, "Damn, well, okay, sick, fucking dick, <laughs> fucking jerk." But um, I mean, yes, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna go watch it again just to see if there's things I didn't pick up on things i didn't see same you know, i want to watch it again just to like really like nitpick at it now yeah 
Like, this is one of the things that's like, you know, you usually watch movies like, I'll wait for it to come out on streaming services. To each their own. A lot of people do like to do that, but I feel like it would be doing this movie a disservice to not yeah. watch the movie. To not watch it a second time. Yeah, even a second time. Or like, not in the fucking theater setting where, you know, how it, like, how it, most movies should be, you know, enjoyed. You know, I, I, it's, it is what it is. You have some movies aren't, aren't as good at home than they are as opposed to a theater. Yeah. True. How did um how did you feel when he went back to the uh to the orphanage where he fucking where he was staying? Yo, that that one for like scene, a, a minute. That one scene kind of got me shook. Where they they like walked in and uh, like the guy was like there like off the distance and he like runs away. Like that kind of got me like oh shit it's right there like they run away. It's like, <laughs> a bunch of homeless dudes just having the fucking soup kitchen in the room. Like I thought that was kind of, I, I felt like, like I felt scary. like it was an, it was an, it was an always sunny fucking episode with like Charlie like hiding from everybody and then like trying to hunt him down and some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here he is and it's fucking Charlie like looking like a rat like, like they, they got they got me really good like I thought that was actually the Riddler at that point like I was, I was like oh fuck this is it and just yeah like, dude like those little those little shots were good like they were filmed correctly. Yeah, you know, like just like good angles, you know, lighting, like you can't tell, but you think you know it, but you don't. Yeah, that it, was cool. it was like a small room, but the way they the way they shot it, it looked like a massive room full of yeah, junkies, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was definitely a, a big scene in the movie, too, because that like revealed like so much. Like that's when you got the whole like gist of like how truly far back like the corruption goes in Gotham. Yeah, what like, was the name of the drug again? I can't remember. Uh, drops, right? Or small drops or something like that? I can't. I, I, uh, fuck, I can't remember. I, I know you're like, afraid. I feel like it was referencing towards like, um, like the Joker drugs that everyone was passing around. This goes like, I want to say like six years back in the comic books. But like what the Joker was passing out to everybody and everyone was taking it. It was like smileys. I forgot. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was called. But like, that's what I was getting when I was watching that. I was like, okay, this is I think this is a reference to the Joker. And when he was using his drops and everyone in Gotham was getting addicted to that shit. Um, So many, so many comic book references. I was that's why I fucking geeked out over this movie. Yeah, I mean. I know, I know the one. I mean, the one reference because, like I said, I I don't read. Like you, you guys are way bigger than me reading. But I know, um, like the whole reference with Carmine Falcone, like getting shot and then like using, you know, going to the only person you can go to is, you know, Thomas Wayne to get patched up. That's yep. in what, like, that's in what long, long Halloween. If I'm not mistaken, uh, long Halloween, yeah, yeah, long yeah, Halloween. Like, like I know that was referenced. Um, I know like Selena Kyle, you know, and it like. Carmine Falcone being like the illegitimate father. I know that's, I don't know the name of the comic that that's in, but I know that's obviously comic book driven as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, I know the hush thing that was huge. I remember I gave Mel a look in the movie theaters when that happened. Yeah. That was that I caught right away. Um, I didn't said it. I, and then, but Mel said I'm reaching and I don't blame him when he like stabs himself with that fucking, like, I, I guess it's adrenaline, you know, but. Yeah, you know, if you want to be a, someone who fucking reaches, you could be like, oh, well, maybe that's ven like, you know, maybe it could be venom. Venom, yeah. So, uh, Vic confirmed it's venom. He said it has. It to is. Be. 
Yeah, he it said is. it has to be because it's, it's they, they emphasized that it was green. Ha! Done. Gotcha. There you go. There you go. It's another one. Um, I mean, yes, there's plenty of fucking references to, to go around. I mean, I'm sure you probably saw more. Yeah, yo, he, I mean, nah, like going back to that, he, he definitely hesitated. He looked at it and he was just like, I shouldn't do this, but I got to fucking do this because I can't focus and I'm going to fucking die. You know what I mean? And also oh. it kind of like context clued to like when he did it and he got the guy, he kept like going. Like, you know, you could see there was a tidbit more of like no thinking to it. Just let me beat this guy's head in. You yep. know, it's kind of kind of like being anger, like roid rage type shit, you know? That's that's yep. kind of what I that where my logic was when I watched that. But I mean, I hope it's conf- I hope it's confirmed. I mean, that's you know more lore, kind of gives it gives it a little more depth down the line, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, um Catwoman, you- Catwoman always mentioning the strays. Uh, she becomes the leader of the strays in, uh, in Alley Town, which is like Gotham's Brooklyn. Um, but she becomes she becomes leaders of uh, the leader of the strays. Uh, they are all like the homeless kids left in the street, no orphanages. Uh, the corruption in Gotham City has gotten so bad that the politicians are using all the money that Bruce Wayne is giving to help all the orphanages. And they're just lining their pockets with everything. You know what I mean? Um, you go back to when he fucking when they were in the asylum and they show the sins of the father. I was just like, all right, Batman storyline. Let's keep going with this. Where else do you want to go with this? Um, what else? Uh, thinking back, damn, um, more references. I'd have to like write everything down. It was so extensive that they did in this movie. It was right. It was just right. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, I loved how they showed the, the bat signal, how it was just like, like just in like a, a, a decrepit part of like the police station. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like in a fucked up, like. It almost looked like a construction site type thing. You know, like it wasn't like some illustrious big thing. You know, another thing about the basketball, I loved how he used his like on his suit, like his bat symbol was like a fucking blade, like a knife. Yeah. That, was, that was just like mad crafty. Like that was cool. Like you know, I, I kind of didn't see that like coming. That was kind of dope how he like would just click it. He clicked yeah, it. And he was just, like, Yip, like, throw it back <laughs> like that was kind of sick, you know, like. Not to say that he wasn't, like, obviously, he wasn't the most, you know, tech-savvy Batman we've seen. But, like, no, there were cool little little gadgets here and there. He popped out to fucking, you know, do what he had to do. So he's definitely getting the hang of the whole Batman, you know, using his money to his advantage type shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not crazy, but, like, en- enough where it's getting by. I kind of hope they dive a little bit more into, like, that fucking, like, uh, like squirrel suit he kind of zipped up like that happens very it's quick which one the scene where he jumps off the gcpd yeah and he just like i don't know like we were, we spoke about it. like i don't know what he does what is oh he that do? was that's a that's a that's a that's a glider suit like a squirrel suit yeah but yeah it's, yeah it's just like how did you do that like did you use your cape like did you always are you, are you wearing it and just pop right out is that comfortable how do you fight with that that's where, true. Do you go, where do you go to the bathroom? I need to know. <laughs> I have questions I have to ask. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was quick how he kind of did that. Like, I would have loved to see, like, a classic, like, jump off the roof and grab the cape and just... See, but that, that that also plays in, like you said, like, he's still young. He's still, he's still unsure about himself and, like, just the equipment he's carrying. 
he's not that confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I definitely, definitely agree. It was, it was, it was quick enough. It was kind of masqueraded where it was quick enough where like you can't really ask questions. You know, like it's just <laughs> you kind of have to accept the fact that yeah, he had that shit waiting like at the right time. Like I mean, right, ex- cool, except when he's speed gliding through Gotham City and he looks at a fucking bridge and he's like, I could fit through that. Psych. Fucking completely gets fucking that was that was it was it was fast enough where I was like, all right, I'm not bothered by it, but I definitely like I have some questions to ask about that. He <laughs> just like zips up the suit and just gone. But it was cool though, like that one little clip before he eats shit, like when they like have the, the clip of the window and he zooms by, like going to show like how fucking fast he's actually moving. Yeah. Like, like that was kind of sick. Like that, I like that a lot. Like, see, also, like, oh shit, that was Batman. It just whizzed by me, and the truck driver was like, "Oh shit, that's Batman rolling on the floor right now." <laughs> yeah, I was, that was pretty dope. I liked it. Um, another thing I wanted to point out was, I thought that um, I thought that uh, what do you call it? Alfred was gonna die. Oh yeah, I thought that like they, that was the route they were gonna go for a little bit. No, like they couldn't. They couldn't do that to Alfred. I really thought. I really thought that that was it. Like the way that scene, especially he's like so. He, this Alfred is just so young, like not young, but like it's just uh He's still. There's so much more that's gonna happen to Batman that he has to be there for him. You yeah, know the they, way that, like just mixed. like the way that the way that scene was like played out. Like I thought, like that was it. Like it's a wrap. Like he's done. He's dead. Like, like who's, that's old, what I, who's who's that old lady? And that's what I was. And that's the next point I get to. Who is this old bitch nanny that's fucking answering the phone? Exactly. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Is that is that the doctor? No. Oh, Do you know who I'm oh, talking about? The cleaning lady. Oh man, me. Like, no. Get out of here. Who are you? And she's just like, oh, it happened already. And she's like, damn, Batman, you're always late. You're late for that. You're late for the Riddler and what he's doing, and you're just late for everything. And. Yo, my man, he just so new to this shit. He just blew up your butler. Come on, B. Like, do something. (laughs) Like, be on time, fam. (laughs) Blew up half half your crib. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I I thought I thought that like they they didn't have like they had a death in the movie, but no one pivotal. And not to say that there are a lot of pivotal characters that they could have killed, but I feel like. I wanted them to uh, play a little bit more with uh with uh with the Riddler and what he was doing with this whole little Zodiac thing that he was doing. Fucking how he was slowly killing everybody off. I wanted to see more. Like you said, it definitely could have been rated R. You know, they could have yeah. done so much more with that. And they helped. I didn't stay for the credits because, I mean, I was with someone who um, previously watched the movie. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I mean, I'm, I know that the end they did, they do show like a like a question mark or some shit, apparently. I don't know how true this is. But then I looked into it and then now there's like this thing online where if you go to like radalada.com or something like that, it gives you like a whole like cipher again. And like the cipher has like a message in it. Do you guys do you guys know about this? No, I didn't. I didn't hear about it. It got pointed out to me today, so I'll read it to you. Uh, One second, let's see if I can pull it up here. So, yeah, if you go to like 
rodalada.com. It'll run you through this like matrix looking like like playthrough and it'll like all these like binary codes and all that shit. And then at the end when it's done, it gives you like a picture of like it's like a red and black photo of all the ciphers, like a cipher that you can't obviously make out unless you have the key. Yeah. But obviously given the world that we live in today, people probably stayed up night and day to decipher it. Thank you to them. It's actually figured out. So it says, Yeah, you think I'm finished, but perhaps you don't know the full truth. Every ending is a new beginning and something is coming. Which is kind of cool. I think that's a little that's nice pretty cool. This little tidbit to add on to the end of the movie. How the fuck they cipher that shit? Oh, when 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 Alfred was breaking it down, he had the whole alphabet written out. So they probably paused it, and that's how they got their, their letters. Okay. How do you pause it in the movie theater? It's your phone. Where's Record the pause that shit. <laughs> No, but that's cool. That's cool, a tidbit, you know, kind of not teasing a sequel, but at the same time, you know, kind of letting us know that there's more to come, which is, which is nice. It's nice. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I think my one of my biggest takeaways is I'm very, very happy that this, like the Joker movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix, is a standalone. I like that. Yes. You can tell there's no involvement, no other like, you know, there's not trying to incorporate itself in anything. I think nowadays we're too sucked into the whole, well, where does this fit in the universe? And where is this on the timeline? You know, we're at super, especially, you know, like comic book movies, superhero movies are very big in like universe based things. And not to say it's wrong. Look at the success that Marvel's had. Yeah. But, you know, I like that this is a standalone movie. It's not trying to go overboard. It's not trying to set up a bigger, wider, badder universe chock full of superheroes yep it's its, own, it's its own being its own piece you know and i i think that was another good thing like writing wise way back when when they decided all oh, this would happen like that that's what they went with which was good yeah you know? this batman is not ready I mean, he's not ready to help create the justice league he's not ready to meet up with wonder woman flash superman the man of fucking steel and yeah. help guide the creation of the justice league no way no, yes. no, no, one, which is great though. I love like I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. That's how it should be. That's how he should be. Nothing, nothing bigger and broader than what he can handle. Like what's on yep. his plate now is almost too much to begin with. Yet alone something much wider and bigger than that. So I do really appreciate the fact that this definitively and clearly is its own being. And I hope they keep it that way. Honestly, I, I, I'm cool with never seeing Robert Pattinson's Batman share the screen with a Superman. I'm cool with that because, like, I think, Same, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think any of that has to happen. I think what they, what they have created now is big enough in itself to to always be on itself. I have a question. <clears throat> so that being said. Um, the news came out that uh, Aquaman and the Flash movies have been delayed to 2023. Do you think that was due to the success of the Batman and they might be incorporating Robert Pattinson in this universe so they have to do a bunch of reshoots or what do you guys think? Um, I don't think so. I, I do think that WB, they are definitely riding out. They're going to ride out the success of this because this is a big, big release for them. This is probably the biggest the blockbuster for them in a long time minus maybe the joker but so i think they're i think they're doing that to let this ride out a little bit i but however the whole pushing it back a year i still have i still don't get it i think that's way too much you're leaving a you're leaving just a big gap i 
I mean, I think in their heads, they're hoping that Black Adam has crazy success. Because now you're leaving a whole year, a year in between, you know, these movies where, you know, if you think about it, they could have, they could have rivaled Marvel a little bit. You know, The Flash is going to be a big, big movie. You're bringing in on the Batman and Shazam got pushed up, actually. So now Shazam is this year instead of instead of next year. So to your point, I guess, right. Seeing how Black Adam and Shazam do. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that seeing how this Batman performed, if you want to play that card of reshooting, seeing the success of the Batman, I feel like these reshoots would be focused on, damn, everyone really loves these dark, gritty, real moments, not fucking happy-go-lucky, kiddish kind of Marvel, how Marvel makes everything kiddish. Um, Like, not one of those moments. They're like, people really like this. Maybe we should incorporate this in the Flash, which you can. Let's be real. And then let's incorporate it with Aquaman, which you can as well. You know what I mean? You're going to his family, his mother, his father. You go to the first Aquaman movie. You can get pretty fucking deep with that. So I feel like if they were to do reshoots, they did it in the sense that they might have added some deeper, darker things to cater to fucking DC fans. I mean, definitely, definitely. If you're watching DC, you're not watching it for the kiddish shit. You're watching because you like the real dark, gloomy shit. You know what I mean? I think definitely with the Flash. I mean, if like I said, I'm guessing this could be a possibility. Like you said, talking about reshoots, maybe with the Flash, like Aquaman. I I can't see them getting crazy gritty with. However, the Flash. I mean, you know, Reverse Flash does some fucked up shit to Barry in the comic books. He does heavy, heavy, fucked up shit. Like he's very intentional. So I mean, if you wanted to get dark and gritty that way, and maybe do research some of those scenes, by all means, go ahead and do that. I'm cool with it. Maybe that's what they're aiming for. Maybe it's not. I mean, it's kind of it's like I said, it's all speculation at this point. But I don't know, man. I I don't like the idea of them pushing it back. I really don't. Because at this point, you have to think about it. Like you have the attention now of everyone. You know. You're not really you're not really battling with you no know, the Avengers in eight fucking Marvel movies a year now. Marvel's kind of pumped the brakes a little bit where you know they're they're less movies, but they're bigger on a grand scale. You have people's attention now with this Batman movie. Start to drive home the factor, like you know, start to drive it home a little more, get more fans on board. Shit, that Batman movie was great. I can't wait in two months for the flash. Can't wait in four months for the Apple movie. Can't wait in eight months for that. Like, you know, stay on top of it, be a little more aggressive with the market. And I don't think I don't know. I, I guess that's just not their game plan or how they're thinking about this. But I feel like it's kind of a, I feel like it's kind of a missed opportunity if I'm, if I'm being honest. But I mean, hey, I'm just a stupid idiot who lives in a shitty apartment. You know, those guys make millions, <laughs> those guys make millions of dollars. So, I mean, I guess they know what they're doing and I'm just an idiot. But shit, it is what it is. I kind of they also made that whole promo for these movies, too. Did they not? Oh, the flash. Whole, yeah, like they, held, they had the whole like this is the age of heroes or some fucking shit. Yeah. For what? Three, two months later, turn around and fucking push her back a year. Like, what are, what are we doing? What, what? You just wasted all that money on these promotions, putting them everywhere. Super Bowl ads and fucking previews for movies. And then now we, they're, they're not coming. That's like telling a kid Christmas is in a week. The kid waits a week and they're like, 
Yeah, little Johnny, uh, your presents they ain't coming till Easter. But uh, <laughs> hang tight, Bucko. Like, like, no, bro, no, none of your fans want that. Like, I don't know. Ah, uh, beats me. <laughs> I got nothing for that. I mean, <clears throat> give me more content like the Batman. Give me less fucking bullshit, and, and call it a day. Make more money, but you know, yeah, make, your, make your money, but. But I mean, they did they did this one right. So like uh, I think I'll I'll stay, I'll stick to my guns in the sense that maybe they're gonna add some really dark shit to it. Like Greg said, the Reverse Flash did a lot of d- dark deep shit. Maybe they rewatched and they were, they were just like, you know, I know we didn't want to do this because it was really really dark, but everyone loves it. Maybe let's reshoot it and let's go with that original plan. So, I mean, if you just got to rework it, rework the storyline just a little bit, you're not going to be spending a lot of money. So it's only maybe a couple couple million in reshoots. I mean, to us, that's big fucking money. Uh, to them, it's just like pennies. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're working with the biggest, one, one of the biggest studios in Hollywood. They can afford I mean, they can obviously, they have the budget. They can do it. I mean, WB will never go under. They're always going to have the money to spend as long as they think they can make the money back. Exactly. You know, if they announce that they're doing reshoots, then then there's hope. Then there's maybe, yep, let's. They got the fucking recipe. Let's use it and let's build on it. That'd be great. But however, this there was no reshoots. They were just like, ah, by the way, 2023. We're gonna take a little while. They announced re, they announced reshoots. Maybe you know, like they said, they're pushing the movie up. Maybe they got plans to kind of work, rework the order. By all means, do that. But. They just don't leave us in the dark. Don't be like, ah, 2023, you know. Like, no, say I, we're reshooting. We're doing this. We're doing, you know, let us know before you just go ahead and make all those fucking moves. Kind of kind of crummy by that, but that's... Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm hyped for that fucking, for that Hawkman movie. It, no, he's going to be in uh, Black Adam, right? Oh, he's going to be in Black Adam. Yeah, he's going yeah, to be, be a big part in there. But... Yeah. Um, I'm fucking hyped for Hawkman. I got into Hawkman following D- Dark Knight's death metal, and I just became a Hark- Hawkman fan. It was so random. So to see him on the big screen when he opened his wings, I was just like, nice. And the costume design. And like, I have hope. I mean, yes. at first, I didn't have hope for Black Adam when we, when we spoke about it in the podcast. I'm not like overly hyped about it, but I mean, like, costume designs for all the characters looks dope. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, myself and i'm sure alongside a lot of people don't know much about black adam you know so there's kind of like a you kind of have a clean slate with a lot of big big fan base so there's a lot they can do with it hopefully you know they deliver it's the rock so you never know what you're getting (laughs) you know it could be the scorpion king could be the two fairy you don't really know it could be the jungle (laughs) was it jungle cruise (laughs) yeah it could be the jungle exactly you don't know what you're getting so i mean hopefully he can fucking kill it maybe he's gonna be a fucking great black adam i, I don't really know yeah I, I i don't have the expectations when it comes to dc he, movies he's a samoan <laughs> playing an egyptian <laughs> don't even get me started <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about dc movies is like you watch them and they're like all right well this was decent i wonder how many years they're gonna remake this it's like that's the, like, that's the formula with everything like Suicide Squad, and then the Batman, and then the Justice League. It's like, all right, well, like the thing I feel like with them is they release a movie, and then in three years they release the movie that should have been the movie we should have saw, and it's better. Like same shit with Justice League. 
should have got the Snyder version from the from the rip, but never did. Yeah, took us how many years to watch that? You know, but, how many people signed the petition? I know I signed it. Oh, I signed it. I signed it myself. I mean, bunch, ton, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people did. You know, yeah, just to watch they, the movie. they knew the studio screwed them over. Oh, big time! Of course, the fans saw and they were just like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, but. Yeah, but I mean that's 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 one of my thoughts in the Batman where man, I don't think it dropped the ball at any time. It was great, it gave us everything we wanted, you know. I'm excited to watch it again. I will oh. say this now, mark my words, this is my favorite Batman movie. This is it. This trumps the dark night rises. People don't like it. I'm gonna say it. Um, I'm here to argue whenever you want to argue. If you want to argue on our page, by all means come get it. I'm with the static to argue about Batman. This is the best one we've gotten. Alex, your thoughts, final thoughts. Final thoughts. This is the best one we've gotten. As a as a fucking as a person who reads the comic books, this is what I've been waiting for. This isn't like something I'd stick to my guns, bro. This isn't something that was made for the general public. Not to say it wasn't completely not made for the general public, but this Matt Reeves did his job. He took care of the comic book fans. He took care of us very well. I feel like Vic would agree with me on this. He took care of us and he was just like, you know what? I'm going to get away with whatever the fuck I can. Whatever the studio will allow me to do to at least please the fucking please this fan base for fucking once, you know? Yeah, man, it was definitely hit the nail on the head. Mel, any final thoughts? Um, No, no final thoughts. No, no. Okay. What's uh, before we go, Mel, what did you have for dinner? I had uh, some chicken and kimchi. Nice. Yeah, chicken and kimchi. Yeah. Okay. Chicken and kimchi. Yeah. That's it. Simple things. Like, yo, <laughs> again, if you're listening, thank you for listening. So that's signing out. Me, Alex, Mel. If you can, follow us. Listen in. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know anything. You know, if we sound like shit, we'll, maybe we'll just stop talking. Who knows? But until then, thank you for listening, guys. It's been real. Be safe. Peace.